today on Transforming Lives. God uh, is using them today to bring healing and deliverance in the lives of his people. God is doing it now. And we can believe him and we can trust him. As I was studying, I, I was reminded of a, 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 a lady who was a part of this church a, a while ago. Um, who uh, um, She was diagnosed with breast cancer. When she was diagnosed with breast cancer, she called us and said, Pastor, I'm afraid. I've been diagnosed with breast cancer. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Out his work to heal the sick, to cast out devils, to raise the dead, to cleanse the lepers, and to share the unadulterated gospel. For us to deny a uh, question if it is God's will to heal today is to reject the commission that Jesus has given us to go into all the world and share this gospel. Because the gospel requires both words and demonstration. And we need to be faithful with just like Jesus minister, we need to minister also. I want to share with you us some of the, the ways that, 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 that the church has, has turned away and caused uh, um, the healing and the miracles of God and the works of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, to diminish in the church. During the first three centuries, when the church was born on the day of Pentecost after Jesus rose from the dead, 50 days after, the, the believers understood that the gospel needed to be preached with the assignment that Jesus gave to minister healing to, the, to, to, the, to those who were sick, to raise the dead, to cast out the devils. When you read the book of Acts, you will see over and over that the believers preached the gospel and demonstrated the gospel. Many times the, the, the church was met in homes and they taught, just like Jesus said, teach the disciples everything that I have taught you. And so they taught the disciples to do exactly what Jesus taught them to do. The minister healing. And we find out that it was not only the apostles that were ministering healing and deliverance, but every, every, every believer was doing that. I mean, we saw with Stephen, we saw with Philip, we saw with other believers, they were ministering healing. And it continued all the way to the tree, the, the, the first tree century, until the emperor... Constantine was converted. Now, it is significant that the church that was persecuted by the Roman, Romans became uh, 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 to the place where the church now became the church of Rome. That is in itself is significant. But something happened. When the church became powerful, they took their eyes off God and they put their eyes on political power. They put their eyes on possession. They put their eyes on things that don't last. And they failed to realize it was the power of God, the Holy Spirit, and the Word of God that caused them to come to the place of notoriety. And because of that, 
when Constantine became the, the, the emperor became a Christian, he legalized Christianity as the major uh, religion of Rome. And because of that, being a Christian now became popular. And people who did not know God, did not accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, had no desire to serve God, came, quote-unquote, became Christian in name. And because they became Christian in name as generation passed, they turned from serving God to focusing on their own things. And because of that, they caused a lot of problems. The, 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 the Roman Catholic Church began to uh, 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 make rules. At first, it was, it was uh, um, everyone was praying for the sake. And then all of a sudden, they turned it around because they were focusing on political power and, and economic power. They, they took their eyes off uh, um, the spiritual things, and they began to focus on that. And so they, 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 instead of allowing God to do the work now, they began to, to limit the work of God to just the priests and the bishops. And so they limit praying for the sake to only the priests. And then they limited it even further to only those uh, um, who, quote-unquote, they consider the sins. Um, they put their, 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 their statues in a shrine, and people had to go to those shrines uh, 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 in order to, to, to ask for prayer. Um, pray to those sh- shrines and believe God that the, 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 the fallen sins, the, those who, quote-unquote, they, they, they name sins because of uh, part of the apostles, they began to look to them, to look to those shrines as the healer instead of looking to God. In AD 380, um, Augustine, who was a prolific writer and, and one of the great theologians in, in the Christian church, um, began to, to teach that, that, that healing was not of for today. Um, they began to teach things that, 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 that the, the healing were only for the apostolic age. Only the apostles could, could heal and healing had ceased because they were not practicing um, trusting God anymore. And so they, they began, and later on Augustine himself began to realize as he saw people begin to he, get healed. But the, the, the church continued to drift away from God because from the from the third century all the way to the sixteenth century they drifted away from God. They changed the praying for the sake to only the bishop praying or the, the priest praying and then all after in the ninth ninth century they changed it again for that the praying for the sake was no more praying for the sake now, but it became praying as the last rite. That means somebody will pray for somebody who was about to die. And so it was not praying for them to be healed, but it was praying for them to uh, um, have a good entrance into the kingdom of heaven. And so it, 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 the change in people began to be afraid to pray for the sake. The lay people couldn't pray for the sake anymore because when they pray for the sake, they label them as witches. And so all of that hindered the move of the Spirit. They hindered God from doing what God wanted to do. And then when the Reformation started in the 17th century, uh, um, Martin Luther and John Calvin, John Calvin began to teach concerning the, the, the cessationism. He began to teach that the, 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 the healing and the miracles and, and the gifts of the Spirit ceased 
with the death of the last apostles. They believed that only the apostles could heal and, and, and minister. Even though he believed that the healing was uh, um, that Jesus did was right, but he believed that healing was not for today. And after John Calvin, John Darby uh, um, continued to teach on the same cessationism, and he separated the apostolic age or the early church from our day. And because of that, a great portion of the church today, great portion of it has ceased from praying for the sake. In fact, when you go to, to, to some, some there are so many times that you hear people saying all kinds of things to justify that miracles don't happen. I heard a story that a, man, a, 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 a professor was trying to teach uh, um, that, that um, healing was not for today. He said concerning um, the, the children of Israel passing through the Red Sea. He said it was so, it was a small water that the, the, the children of Israel passed. It was not actually the sea. It was just a, a, a pathway. It was a reed sea. And, and that's where they passed. So, so the, um, uh, um, uh, um, it was not a miracle. And so uh, um, one of his students asked him and said, oh, well, if it was not a miracle, then it was just a small uh, spread of water that people could just pass. How is it that the entire army of Egypt drowned in that small sea? I mean, that means it was a greater miracle for an entire army to drown in a small water. You see, sometimes you understand the, the mindset of how people think and how they try to justify that God is not still working today. But I want, I'm here to let you know that Jesus commissioned the church to minister the gospel and he said to them, as you go, preach. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Um, freely you receive, freely give. Dr. T.L. Osborne shared a, 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 a story of a woman who received a revelation concerning God's healing uh, um, uh, by, by reading the scripture. He said um, this woman was in New York, and she had tuberculosis. And 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 he shared concerning this this lady that um, as she was uh, uh, meditating in um, on the Word of God, she was reading through First Peter. And when she came to First Peter chapter two verse twenty four, the Bible said uh, she said, Doctor um, um, Osborne said. She read the, the portion where the, the, the scripture says, uh, um, Who in himself bore our sins, in it, bare our sins in his own body on the tree. And when she read that, she was so blessed by it because she has accepted Jesus as her, as her Lord and Savior. She was a good, good Christian. She rejoiced in her salvation. She knew that when tobacco lysine have taken its toll on her life, on her body, when she died, she was going to go to heaven. And so she, she was overjoyed by how God was faithful to save her. But then she decided to read forward. And as she read further, the Bible says, By whose stripes you were healed. She looked at it and wondered. She had never heard about it before. She had never read in the scripture concerning divine healing. She had never um, been taught about healing before. And so she read the scripture. She read back 
to, to uh, First Peter chapter 20, um, 2 verse 24, where the Bible says Jesus bore our sins on the tree. She knew that was true. But then what about by his stripes you were healed? She began to question, is this true? Does God really mean it? Does God really provide that healing in the word of God for us? And she, she recognized, well, this was a revelation for herself. And she realized, well, the meaning, yes, God wants us to be healed. And so she cried out to her mom. And she said, Mother, do you, do you know that God says that I was healed? And her mother said, what do you mean? She said, here is in the scripture. The Bible says that you were healed by whose stripes we were healed. That means I was healed. That means I'm healed. She told her mother, Mom, please bring my clothes. I need to get up from, from this bed of affliction because God says I'm healed. Now the mother wanted to um, try as much as possible to calm her daughter down because she has been sick for a long time. And she tried as much as possible to calm her down and to not get her to be excited. And then the girl said to her mother again, Mother, didn't you say to us, that we needed to believe the entire Bible. Haven't you taught us to believe every word in the scripture? Uh, um, if you do, and the, the mother could not stop or, or hinder. And so the girl got up, put on her clothes, walked throughout the house, and she was entirely healed. She shouted, and within a few weeks, she was able to gain her, her rightful pound, and she was completely restored. She got a revelation that God still heals today. You see, in spite of the devil's trick to hinder that which God wants to do, in spite of Satan's strategy to prevent the church from continuing believing in the healing uh, ministry and, and sharing the gospel and, and allowing people, God has always tried as much as possible to keep the fire burning. God has used people to continue to light the flame, to minister uh, in the 18th and 19th century. The fire of God's spirit continued to burn in Christians. And uh, 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 believers began to rediscover that God still healed. In 1906, the Bible tells us there was an explosion of the Azusa Street re Revival. And because of that, people began to, to believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the Pentecostal movement started. And the renewal of the gifts of the Spirit began. And healing and deliverance started. They began to believe. It is said that that the, 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 the launch of the early Pentecostal, they, they, they carried the gospel all around, sharing the gospel, healing the sick, focusing on the, the works of God. And because of that, God began to minister to people. The believers began to understand that in Mark chapter 6, where the Bible says, they shall lay their hands on the sick, and they shall recover. They shall speak with new tongues. The signs shall follow. They trusted God and began to allow God to do his work in their lives. Over the last past hundred years or so, God has continued to anoint men and women 
ministries to minister healing and deliverance. God is, con God, uh, uh, is continuing to do that even today as we speak. But God used men and women in the, doing the healing revival. Uh, um, Amy Simple McPherson, um, John G. Lake, Smith Walkersworth, A. A. Allen, William Burnham, Gordon Lensley, Catherine Coleman, Lester Summerall, Ora Roberts, T.L. Osborne, Maurice Sorello, Tia Larry, Benson Adahosa, Rahan Bonke, these were men and women of God that God used mightily with big healing ministry that God used, and many others that God used. And God is still using men and women today. Amen. People are experiencing healing, the healing power of God. God is demonstrating His power today. And we can continue to believe that God is faithful and God is continuing to heal today. Men like Benny Heen, men like Henry McDover, men like Daniel Kalender, Randy Clark, Heidi Baker, uh, um, David Ayedipo, Bill Johnson, many and many, many, many others. God, are, God uh, is using them today to bring healing and deliverance in the lives of his people. God is doing it now. And we can believe him and we can trust him. As I was studying, I was reminded of a, 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 a lady who was a part of this church a, a while ago. Um, who uh, um, She was diagnosed with breast cancer. When she was diagnosed with breast cancer, she called us and said, Pastor, I'm afraid. I've been diagnosed with breast cancer and we, I'm supposed to have surgery and I don't know what to do. And we, we, we encourage her, we talk to her, and we begin to pray with her. Um, just before she went to, to the doctor to um, do the surgery, we, we call her and pray and we curse the cancerous cell and, 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 and believe God that God was going to do a mighty work and that God was going to heal her. She went to the hospital, they put her under, they uh, uh, um, uh, got her ready for, for them to go. But then the doctor decided that he wanted to do another test and check her again and were reviewing. And when the doctor did the test, did the x-ray, the doctor came back, they, they called several doctors, they um, checked. Um, over and over, they, they, they thought that there was a mistake. They went again, they, they did another test, they did two or three different tests on the woman. But when they came back and they told her there is no sign or trace of cancer in her body. God healed her. We are seeing people being healed and delivered. And I'm here to let you know that if you're believing God and trusting God, God is still a good God. Jesus still today. Many places around the world, around the U.S. and around in nations around the world, many have witnessed mighty healing power of God. They are personally being prayed for multitude. Um, they are witnessing God's restoring the sight of the blind. Speech are being restored to the mute, hearing to the deaf. Blind eyes are being opened. People are delivered from cancer, arthritis, tuberculosis, diabetes, ulcers, many other diseases people are experiencing all around the world. 
God is healing. God is no respecter of person. And God is healing people and, and using everybody, all of his people who can believe and stand up and trust God. And God wants to do the same with you. God wants to heal you. If you are sick, God wants to heal you. God is a good God. He has promised that he will heal. God is still healing today. I mean, no matter what you face, there is no sickness and nothing and disease that can hinder that which God wants to do in your life. You can trust God. You can believe that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask, think, or imagine. God wants you healed. You see, God is healing everywhere. In, uh, people are having in, in different countries around the world, in China and in Asia, in uh, um, Indonesia, India, Africa, Colombia, Guatemala, Brazil. God is performing mighty miracles around this place. All over Africa, God is, people are being healed. Uh, and God is still demonstrating that he wants his church to be a place, a healing center where people can come and experience the power of God. There, is a, there was a, a report that was done recently, it was published in 2008, concerning uh, um, the, the Bio, uh, um, Bala University Institute of Religion. They released a study, a survey that conducted across the U.S., and they said that nearly 25% of American adults reported that they have witnessed miraculous healing. 16% said that they themselves have experienced healing in their own lives. Church, God is still healing. And the gospel must be go. That's why Paul said the gospel must be demonstrated not with words only, but with the manifestation of God's power. God wants to for us to carry this gospel, but we need to believe God and trust God that God will bring forth healing and deliverance. That's what Jesus said. He said, as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils, cleanse the lepers. Freely you receive, freely give. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet and let's pray. Hallelujah. Lift up your voice and let's talk to God. Father, we give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. We bless you, Lord, because you are a good God and a faithful God. And you want us to be healed. You want us to be saved. You want us to be delivered. Hallelujah. Friend, if you, know, if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we want to give you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. If you, if you can say this prayer with us, um, uh, and you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we want you to say this prayer with us. Say it with me. Say, Dear Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I want to make you the Lord of my life. Friend, if you just said that prayer, then I want to let you know that you are born again. And Jesus has come into your heart. We want to encourage you to get in a good Bible-believing church so that you may grow and experience all that God wants you to experience. I also want to pray for those of you who are sick in your body. No matter where, what kind of sickness you, or disease you face, God is here. He's a good God, and he wants to heal you, and he wants to deliver you. Uh, just put your hands on your heart 
or wherever you are experiencing pain. And I want to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I release the power of God, the healing power of God into the lives of the people. Everyone who is listening to the sound of my voice, I release healing and deliverance in their lives. I curse sickness from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. I rebuke the spirit of infirmity. I rebuke every demonic entity in the name of Jesus. I command cancer to go. I command arthritis to go. I command blind eyes to open. I command deaf ears to hear. I command dumb mouths to speak. I command paralysis to be healed. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke sickness and disease. I rebuke COVID in Jesus' name. And I command you to be healed. In the name of Jesus, receive the power of God in your life now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. We want to take communion together. Amen. So let's uh, um, prepare. Get your, if you are streaming with us, get your element so that we can take communion together. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. So please write or email us at Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. It is 305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309 or admin at com. We encourage you to join a good Bible-believing church so that you can serve the Lord with other believers. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services. On Sunday at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service. On Wednesday night, our Bible study at 8 p.m. And Friday at 8 p.m., our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you. God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com. Mm-hmm.